Oh my gosh. Oh no. What happened? It like didn't record. At least it at least it didn't do this halfway through the podcast. Yeah. That would be awkward. Alright, ready. Ready the camera. Whole thing again? Yep. <clears throat> Wait, don't I have to do the intro? Yeah. You're playing music in my ear. Sorry. Okay. Ready? Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Take two. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want the video of that so I can report you. On this episode of RVA Real Estate Talk, we talk COVID. What's changed over the past ten months, and what's really stayed the same? You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I'm Jared Davis, and I'm still... Galen Parker. Can I do the I'm still Jared Davis no, that's next time? That's, that's just my thing. That's, uh, you want to be Galen Parker? I'll do like, I'm still Jared Davis. No, I need Davis. something. I feel like I need something. And, and as cool. always, I'm Jared Davis. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I All like right. that. I like it. What are you up to, man? Man, finishing out the year. I don't know when this podcast will go live, but right now March we're sitting at 2022. <laughs> yeah. By the time we get around to posting we'll be, it. We'll be vaccinated by the time we, we deep dive this. We'll be dead because we be took the vaccination. Week. We'll, be doing, we'll be, next, <laughs> it'll be next week sometime. No, I mean, we've just been trying to close out the year. I mean, we've done over 120 deals now for the year, something like that. Uh, trying to sell. Galen's Sorry, I just received it. the funniest text message I've it. ever seen. It's about real estate. Someone says, "I'm also thinking I will most likely need a break from my family Thursday. Is it rude to schedule a showing on that day to get so I have a break from them?" <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Well, is anyone no, going to show not. their house on Thanksgiving? Listen, no one's going to show their house on Thanksgiving. If, you, if this comes out before Thanksgiving and it you want to see a house, I mean, man. Yeah, I do that with Christmas. It's Chinese restaurants and me making money on, on yeah, Christmas you, Day. It's the only thing that's open. Uh, you want to go people, people are trying to schedule me for Friday. Friday. Black Friday. You got to give them a discount because it's yeah, Black Friday. Friday is not a holiday. No, I know that. But I'm, I'm offering Black I'm, Friday if deals I was traveling, to buyers. If I was traveling and planning to be out of town. If you listen to CDC... They know you're not traveling. They know you're, not. They, you <laughs> they know you're home. You got a baby. You ain't Mike's going like, I'm flying out of the country. And they're like, no, like you're the not. Newborn? They're like, you're, with a newborn? Yeah, yeah you're that's going your out? plan? No, you're not. Your wife's a medical professional. You're going out until the newborn? Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, we know that's not happening. So the other day, someone's like, hey, what have you been up to? And I was like, the same thing I'm always up to. I'm showing houses. Yeah. Nonsense. I've showed more houses in the past two weeks than I feel like I've ever shown. And yet, I'm finally feeling tired. Are you are you, are you annoyed that people aren't writing offers? Or are they writing and losing? Uh, neat, well, uh, we've lost some. Um, there's been a couple who like they haven't. They like saw like 80 things and they didn't want to offer anything. So that was that little piece of my soul died on that one. Are people getting unreasonable in this market at this point? Uh, well, I think there's. I think we're closing the gap between reasonable and non-reasonable. I think some buyers are like, oh. Wait a minute, there's 50 of us trying to bid on the same house, so maybe I shouldn't try to like lowball everyone and ask for them. Like, yeah, we're, we're so I think we're over that hurdle. Yeah, we're, we're good there. Um, do your buyers want every repair done because they feel like they're paying thirty thousand dollars over ask, or are they no? I think they've kind of like I, I try to prep my people ahead of time so it's not like a shock and just say, hey, this is what I'm seeing, so make your decisions. One of our agents is texting me right now, literally, to say, My clients want everything done on the report. 
and the sellers want to do nothing on the report. Ooh, nice. So you're like, great. That sounds like everybody's being reasonable. So, yeah, no. So it's like, oh, this, this is like, is yours an as-is home? No, you just that's want what to do I asked. I said, is it as Well, at first, it sounded like our people were being really unreasonable because they were like, well, they want stuff that's like not defects. Like, yeah, you got to squash that. Yeah. I'm like, well, just, but sure. just put it in and apologize. And she's like, we did. And they, they said they're not doing any of it, not even the defects. So now you have the other side that's like, I will do nothing. Yeah, it's like sellers are like, you know, someone else wants my house. I don't need to help you out. And then buyers are like, I'm paying a million dollars for this, so you better fix it all. I want you to rebuild it for me. Just yeah, and your agent's got to just talk it through and just try to, like, you almost have to go to the other agent and be like, listen, let's have a t- chit-chat. You work in your people, I work in my yeah. people. Let's, let's get them close hey. to the table. 2020 pro tip. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Like, can we all just be reasonable? If, if people were just reasonable, be everything would close nice. out. Reasonable. Be nice. Nothing's better than when you have a deal and you're like, all right, so this is what the people want. And your client's like, yeah, that, you know, we want them to be happy. And then you like reciprocate on the other end. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we want them to love the house. We're happy they're getting it and everything yeah. else. Since you did that for me, I'm going to do this for you. Yeah. I feel like that's normal. The problem is the opposite. But it's yeah. like since you didn't do this for me, it's, you best uh, believe I'm not doing any of that for you. Isn't it? It's like, like the, the movie The Warriors the real, from like the 70s. Now it's just like ah! everyone's like factions, everybody. and everyone's like, man, everyone chill out. Isn't the realtor's job to kind of just like their client to kind of coach them on what's reality in some in theory? In theory, but then you get people that even though they have a realtor, they don't want to listen to the realtor. Yeah, you know. They, well, I get that. I get that. They think like you're like, yeah, you can't ask for defects, and they're like, yeah, but I really do want this room to be the color that I want it to be at closing. And you're like, yeah, yeah but you saw what color it was when we walked <laughs> It through. was gray when we got here. Right? You know that, right? And it's just everybody's gotten unreasonable sure. in the times they live in. Everybody's stressed, I think. Have you ever thought, I was thinking about this the other night, that as extroverts... This is a really funny job that we have. Not wait, yeah. Like real estate, yep. just like you know. Sometimes like, you're not an introvert. No, I'm I not thought I was an introvert, right? Am I? No. I'm just kidding. None, like, of us, <laughs> yeah, none of us. I don't know what these words mean. Uh, you know, as an extrovert, I, I think it was like someone's like, "What did you do today?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I met a, a total stranger in a vacant house where there was no one watching, and I tried to get them to like me." <laughs> and I was like, basically, that's kind of like my everyday. It's like, hey, person I don't know, let's meet at this abandoned building. Yeah. And well, I mean, no one wants to meet your office anymore. Promise not to murder me, and I promise not to murder you. <laughs> That's the agreement I feel like I, we're, we're making. But in reality, if someone on the team was going to get murdered in a vacant house, you're right. probably pretty low on that you're list of probability. Yeah. Every, every time I'm not Galen's, murdering me. Galen's the last on the list of our 12 agents. Two men enter. One every, man exit. <laughs> every time I go to a listing that it's like deep in Powhatan or Amelia or whatever, I'm like, I'm not coming back. I know it. I'm not likely to get murdered, but I am likely to like mo- the most likely in our team to like pleasantly walk into a building and then exit the building like 500 police officers and nine <laughs> shots. I'm like, whoa! Ooh, that's, ooh, well, that's ooh. happened to me before. Cause it's Welcome to Cumberland. <laughs> yeah, Cumberland. I showed some Cumberland stuff like last year, and I was just like, oh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> that's out there. It is out there. There should be like trip charges, realtors. You know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> a trip charge? Yeah, like a distance uh, charge. You know, it's weird that's happened to me several, like more than two, more than three times in the past month. Going to someone's house, um, you know, getting the lockbox open, just facial ID, scan, Skynet, all that stuff. Go to touch the door, and the door just opens. Not even locked. Oh, yeah, that's that's daily. Almost. That, that was on one of my houses yesterday. That was literally. I was like, do, do, do. I was like, 
this can't be a good idea. My house, my back door is open yesterday. Which one? One of my flips in, uh-huh. in Lakeside that I won't give the address to since apparently they're just leaving it open. But the, the back door is just open. <laughs> I know the address. Just, just DM me if you want the address. I mean, we'd cut part of the roof off, so maybe they figured, like, oh, they can just crawl in through the top of the house. But the mm-hmm. door was just, <laughs> just open. That, like, concerns me to, like, a great de- degree. And, like, each time I reached out to the listing agent, like, after, I'm like, hey, just heads up. And they were like, oh, okay. And, like, no one had, like, a search injury. They're like, nah. No urgency. They're like, yeah, hey, that thanks, appreciate it. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just or the keys. Uh, I, I I love no one reads instructions to the point where I even start writing down instructions and I put them in the lockbox. So it's like a little treasure note when you go to get the key out. And I literally <laughs> had an agent the other day. It was in the MLS, but I was like, they're not looking at MLS when they get here. They're gonna like pull it up when they get in the house or whatever mm-hmm. they do. And so I'm like, note in there, like, do not lock, like bottom lock. That's smart. You know what I mean? The note's sure. in there. And then, like, they they are like, there's no key in here. And I'm like, yeah, but there's there's a note that tells you, like, the code on the door. Oh, I know everything. what you're talking about, yeah. I'm like, what do you what do you mean? Well, I locked the bottom, and I don't have the code. I'm like, look at the note. <laughs> and then, then he, like, opens it, and he's like, oh, yeah, oh. It, it does say that. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> why, why not just, what are you doing, realtor? <laughs> two things happened. So, like, one, I sent you the picture of the house I went to where it was, like, a seek and find how to get enter. There was, like, a weird lockbox mounted on the thing. Oh, I was, and like, then that there was, non-MLS like, agent. It was, like, yeah, and it was, like, scan the property using this, and then once you do that, call a man named Jim, and then Give him the coat. I mean, I sent you a picture, and you were just like, "What in the world?" I was like, because I was like, "No one's gonna understand what I'm seeing if I don't take this picture and send it down." I was just like, "This is how you're supposed to get entry into the house." So then, I had one the other day that actually used the one day code. So, and that I mean, they couldn't be from RMLS because we don't use one day codes on our central locks, right? But it was just like, just dial this twenty digit code, and I dialed it, and then it opened up without the app or anything. Well, for vendors, yeah. it's pretty much you have a time lock, and yeah, you know, that's how we do it here. Yeah. Because they don't let the one days. Well, what's funny is that the amount of realtors in MLS that still don't realize we don't do one days. Like yeah. I get, I get no less than three realtors a month that are like, "Well, just give me the one day code. Like we could make this easy." I'm like, "No, we don't do one day codes here." And he's like, "There's numbers on the box. Like <laughs> just the numbers are there." And I'm like, "No, have you ever done it? It literally says we don't do that here." It's like we can't do that. But yeah, and then the what was the other? Oh, yesterday. I went to, and this was like Sunday. I went to this house off like Fitzhugh Avenue. Yeah. Like super cool house, but in front where the property is, it's a, basically like a moat. There's like a big thing, on, and there's like a bridge that you walk across. And I was like, man, this is kind of odd. Your GPS, but just, so we got out, we walked across like the little metal bridge and stuff. And like right when I get out, I open it up, I was like, please enter through the back. And I was like, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I didn't see that. And my client was like laughing. She was like, I actually like the moat. I'm like, well, you know, you get both sides, but. Uh, Reading is not uh, realtors and most people's strong suit. Everyone likes to kind of just wing it. That so. or you always feel like you're on the scavenger hunt to find the boxes when they like hide them. You're, yeah. You're just like on a search. You just have to go make like four laps of the, the house. The note says like connected to side porch. And they didn't mean like, oh, it's the neighbor's side porch two <laughs> doors down. That's well, the city's like, like that. You like, go to the what? city and all the condos have like 19 lock boxes yeah. scattered around buildings. And you're like, oh. They're like, just, just keep opening them. Figure it out. Open so, all of them. We did, uh, what else is new? Oh, we did the uh, smoke trees done. Smoke You're trees happy done. about that? It's under contract. I had, first weekend. That was probably my favorite. Yeah, it's probably my most favorite open house that yeah. I've done. It was like old home week for me. Because like I went to the high school across the street, and so a lot of like friends came out, and they all had like kids, and they were just like, hey. And I was like doing that, and uh, you, you and I talked about this. Open houses is a lot like stand-up comedy to me. Okay. You've got to present, like, material. 
for that two hours because you're meeting like different people and you got to have like immediately you got to have like some sort of rapport if you don't you're just like a guy Please standing like in, yeah you're just a guy Please standing in a house me. yeah don't stalk so, me while i walk around this yeah, house no, it's like so ask you, you got any questions no i'm usually like telling stories like i was like amassing like a group like violating covid guidelines because i'm like all right everyone stand six feet because we're just like telling stories about like the neighborhood <laughs> and stuff like that and i was like i was i meant to say i was like you know i need to talk to jerry about that we need to like write out like uh Comedy skits like a routine. of what we're doing. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm Galen Parker. I'll be here <laughs> do you for the do next the two same hours. Routine for each listing open house, or you have to change it. No, up? you got. I got. I change everything out. Everything <laughs> like I always want to have a connection to the neighborhood, the area, or the house. Every open house I do. Because you want to speak more than just like uh, it's got fourteen hundred square feet. It's got four bathrooms. It's like all this stuff they could read, but people respond to like a human. Yeah, Jared had a a guy on the phone a couple weeks ago, and he said, "Just talk to me like I'm a regular human." (laughs) And I like I laughed, but I thought about that so much because it's like so many people are just like, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Gay." And they're like, "Yeah, it's got 1,400 square feet. It's got two bathrooms." (laughs) And it's like they just like it was built in 1993. It's original. And I'm like, "Okay, would you live here? Oh, it's a wonderful house. It's got 1,400 square feet." And it's just like, man, you gotta like connect with people. And so I feel like when I'm in like uh, that guy was great. We like. Talked about yeah. video games when I went out to his house after that and all that, and he was like, "See, normal person." I was like, "Well, I don't know what what, what I would he, have done." That's what I was wondering. That was but, my other thing. I was like, "What was he expecting?" But then again, but people are just weird in general. There so then, go. like you know, you meet with somebody and it's like a sales pitch, and this guy's like, I, "Like, I'm not going to come out as a used car salesman. I'm just like, I'm going to hang out. If you like hanging out with me, then we're going to do a deal for 30 days together. Yeah. And if I don't want to hang out with you, then I'm going to make it quite abundant that I don't want to deal with you for 30 days, and you can do." same and you can just let me know like i'm not in we're done you said it's like a first date it's like speed dating you said the other day you and i were talking about like new agents coming onto the team and like doing open houses and you're like i dazzle at open houses and i thought i was was like i dazzle at open houses too i like and i was thinking about that whole time we were like when the door came open i was like Hey, what's going on? I, like, they're I just, just like, did we just make a new best friend? I'm like, I just have a vision of Galen with socks off or with shoes off, sliding the, down the hall. Hey, guys, that's not that far off. I and mean, like, funny, the couple that I hit it off the best with, they bought the house. So, that's right. I mean, I was just like chatting them up, and like, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna go see another house." Like, another house? Ooh, that sounds labor intensive. That sounds like, lame. You gotta drive over there in a vehicle. Ooh, <laughs> don't get me started in this traffic. I was like, "But look, you're already home." That's right. I was like, "You want me to make you something in this beautiful kitchen?" And they're like, "I was like, mm, does someone need a shower? That monster shower?" I mean, they were just like dying. We're just having a good time. And then she, she was just like, before she left, she's like, oh, "I want this house." And he was like, "Well, we should go to the other." And she was like. <laughs> Take me to this other house. But I was like, "There's a teaser right there." I, I like. I, I talked to. Uh, I talked to like James Nay the other day. I was like, "You still got to let me do like one of your open houses." He was like, "Dude, you can do any of those." He was like, "I like open houses." I'm yeah. like, "It's got a lot of energy in there. It lets me work on my material that I like. You know, a lot of stuff that are pent up in my brain as I drive. We spend a lot of time in cars, so a lot of time, a lot of alone time for Galen. So I'm like in the car, just like, I think your real sales skills come out at open house. Oh yeah. Because you get the face to face time that you don't get right now with COVID at yep. all. And yeah, if you don't sell, then you're going to be that weird agent. That's like, Oh, come in, look around and just let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. I don't like that. And it's like, how, how, how likable is this person? Is this person really going to say, I'm going to buy a house from you when it's said and done? Like, like when they leave, you want them to be like, I want to hang out with that guy again. How do I, I see him that's again? That's the energy. You're, you're, here's the yeah. thing. The person's got to be like, well, it's going to be weird if I just called him to hang out. But if I called him to buy a house, so like, let me, let 
let's talk more about that. <laughs> like, I hit it off crazy with the neighbors that they were like, tr- they're putting input into like who they wanted. They're like, could you get us a fun neighbor? And I'm like, <laughs> the fact that you're trusting my own judgment of, as what is fun. I'm like, well, you already trust me. That's right. And I was like, all right, I'll see what I can do. I was like, fun neighbor. I'll put a scale on there. So like, we just need to hang out. That's all we're. That's all we're trying to get to. Her, uh, the husband that came, he was like, he was taking pictures out on his phone, like showing me like blueprints of his own house and stuff, asking for my input. I'm like, oh, we're. I'm like, we we really got close <laughs> over that 20 minutes of them being there. So that's awesome. I'm uh, I've got some marketing stuff working. If Studio Seven Seven could ever make time for a small guy like me to uh, for my open houses, I <laughs> uh, should be good. Let's see where are we at? Well, I think it's time for deep dive. Do we do it? Anything else? I'm already frozen. I oh, was already... All right, sorry. He's already paused. Deep dive. <laughs> this is for you, Galen. Say, say, feel that bass. Mm. We gonna shake up this place. Say, pick up, pick up bass. <laughs> yeah, we got no time to waste. Everybody say, feel Mike Cutting, are you just buying these off of sound? Like, where are these coming from? Do you have a membership? No, man. Are you really playing bass? No, you're not. No, you're not playing that bass. I don't know what's happening, but I love it. <laughs> Our transitions are 30 minutes long. It's like, it's like Mike's it got a CD think you're, coming out. That's right. <laughs> He's like, could I get your soundtrack? I just want to listen to the in-betweens. The, in no. Can we skip the words? We don't got that bass. Let's just skip all the words. So today's deep dive is... What's changed and what hasn't with COVID over the last 10 months? COVID. I think one of our first podcasts we did was like a COVID podcast. The hey, Rona. Yeah, what's happening right this second? Right. But obviously, you know, despite how bad things are, are still getting with winter coming along, obviously the numbers are rising. For the most part, oh my goodness, yeah. we went back to normal business as usual. Pretty Maybe we're the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Never like Quickly. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. But it, but it, overall, like we've had a better sales year than we've ever had. I uh, yeah, I feel super busy. I'm meeting lots of clients. Uh, we're putting stuff under contract. Um, I'm as I told you before, I'm feeling tired. Hmm. Finally, it's like you know, like my phone rings. I'm like, okay, here we go. We're gonna <laughs> still start to dazzle them. You know, let's get. A, hey, how you doing, Gail? So no, it's some things are are ramping up to a uh, fever pitch. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that word in there. That's pitch. cool for throwing that in there. So, so, so here's the thing: we know we're we're busy again. We know sales are great. Mm-hmm. We know rates are great, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, interest rates are low, values are up. But let's talk about what has changed okay. since we first hit COVID. I mean, because uh, let's be real: when COVID first hit, things shut down for a solid. Two months? 30 days, 60 days, yeah. I mean, we All went right. on a full lockdown, and the issue is that people didn't know how to do business in the state of the conditions that we were in. So right. it's not that we don't still live with this COVID nightmare, but the thing was counties didn't know how do we record deeds, how do we approve home uh, our uh, permit inspections, right? Yeah. Closers said, how do we have people close on houses while this is happening? Banks said, how do we move forward with this? Should we move forward What do we this, do with right? money? Yeah, so for 60 days, there was a lot of figuring it out before things went back to normal. But right. because of that, some people made some changes. So first thing that changed back then, and we'll talk about if it's back to normal, lending guidelines. Okay. So one of the things was credit scores changed with FHA loans. It used to be that if you had a minimum of 620, yeah. 
you were good. A lot of the lenders raised that to 660. That threw a lot of people off because if they were pre-approved with like a <laughs> 640 score, 650 right. score, then they now could not buy a house. Their pre-approvals were no longer. So there was people scrambling to get re-pre-approved. I had a lot of people who were like, uh, they're like, oh, I'm pre-approved for this number. I'm like, you got to be like the bear of bad news and be like, man, that's great. I'm so glad you did this hard work and you're working to pay off your debt and all this stuff. But yeah, I had we're multiples need, like that. We're going to need 20 to 25 more points out of you. Yeah. Come we, on, champ. You got it. We so. had issues with that. And then VHDA actually completely locked down for a very short time. It was very yeah. quick. But VHDA, even for loans that were through underwriting and clear to close, they were like, we're not going to fund them. There, I, there were certain banks that were like, we don't care. We're I not didn't deal. I was like right in the middle of that. Like she was like ready. And then like it was, we were like, what in the world are we doing? I was like talking like three different lenders. I'm like, does anyone, anyone got anything? And we, we got it worked out. But that was uh, very stressful for yep. her and me because I'm just like, man, this lady, she's been like looking. I've told her, you know, you got to save up. I, she had followed all of the things that she was supposed to do. Yeah. And then Corona hit. And like I'd been working with her since like the end of the year before. So, you know, I told her, like, you, you got to put a six month hold on. And she finally she was like excited. And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> so jumbo loans. A lot of people pulled the plug on jumbos for a bit. Mm -hmm. But now we look 10 months later. Give me that jumbo. What's the state of lending now? I, I I don't want to say everything's back to normal, but I think they're it's better one, than normal it's, people. Yeah, it's, better say, it's, than it's better than normal. Like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of like the mortgage people like I feel like sometimes I'm stressed out. They're very stressed out. Yeah, we'll get so let, we'll get to the load load management the load for them. management in okay. a minute because I think that's a whole nother subject in itself. That's going to go on our list. But for the most I'm part, on the list. when you look at when you look at lending, everything opened back up. Rates actually went down even more. Right. Historic lows. You can get 2.65 on a 30-year, you know, as of today. I don't know where it'll be, obviously. Yeah, I had a client last out, week. I saw 2.75 come through. It's insane. And I was like, Ooh. That's insane. I bought my last house at 3.25 seven years ago, and that was the record low of history. And, yeah, and we felt so good about it, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, look at all the hard work it did. And like, now people are just like, oh, yeah, 275. We're like, what? Everybody. I'm What's like, that? should I refinance it like, from 3.25? Like, I was even that good with my credit. I just <laughs> was like, oh, man. Okay. I was 23 at the time. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but at, at, at the end of the day, like, I could consider refinancing. If things go down another quarter point, half point, whatever, mm -hmm. I mean, if you get to any lower in the twos, it's, it's almost worth it. I saying. do not want to move, so I'm going to be in the... I've thought about going to a 15-year, just because that's even lower. I think that's Unless a 2.25 Unless we both decide right to move, and then we move to like together. a big house together. Okay, deal. All right, got it. Dealsies, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> actually, that's not, you know, it's funny. People like laugh. They probably hear that, and they're like, I'm like, that's not that far off from happening. It's yeah. like, it would take very little convincing of our wives to be able to get us to do that. Cat so. would be like, sweet, I'd be able to handle everything with both of y'all there all <sighs> the time. All the work would get done. You know, dinner, can you imagine how good dinner oh would be all the time? Cat and Jackie could just swap off. 800 pound galen and jared <laughs> just, just rolling into the house i know it's like like what do you guys do well we got a five course meal waiting for us at home so oh no we're God. not gonna we go, go back to your super hour. smash brothers again Ooh, ah. daddy likey very nice so lending's back speaking of jumbos at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> so lending is back we're good on that inventory right okay 10 months ago were we in a seller's market? No. I disagree. I think we've been in a seller's market solidly for the past 24 to 36 months. Uh, well, here's... We are you such give me an your extreme, opinion, and then I'm going to yeah, give you the metric. Here's the, such extreme... Like, right now, like, before, I feel like 
it was it was two two offers on a house. That that's the seller market. You know, it's like two offers on a house. That was not unheard of. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Now it's like, hey, we got fifteen offers. So now yeah. it's like you said, it's like a riot to I mean, get a house. Yeah, it's There's like, a difference. But- so you know. It was good, so I think okay, yeah, we're in seller's market, but it's just nothing like this. No, this, this is not a seller's market. This is like sellers—I don't even know what you call it—just totalitarian rule. So here's the thing: any amount of inventory under a three-month supply. So if you stopped listing houses tomorrow you and you out. just waited till they ran out, if it would take three months for those houses to sell or less, that's that's a seller's market, right? right? So as the inventory gets higher than that. Then you can start to maybe shift into a buyer's market. Hey, we got more inventory out there. There's there's more sellers than buyers. We can start to make you know, not to lowball offers, but we're not having to like bid with fifteen other offers. You know yeah. what I mean? We can get what we want. Maybe we'll get some closing costs again. That Ooh, sounds cool, remember right? That? I remember closing costs. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, okay, so three months. It's been like that for a solid. I'm I'm gonna say the last two years. I mean, the last two years have been strong from that instance. You never listed a house and said, well, this is gonna be a problem selling. But now, from what I saw the other day, I think we're at less than a one-month supply mm-hmm. of real estate. So that means if they stopped listing things, within a month, we would just run out. Uh, we're out. So we're when you look at new construction now, obviously, you see it's blowing up because they can't build the houses fast, fast enough. And for the selling side of things, yes, you're right. It has turned into... A madhouse. If you're dealing with a Mad seller, Max. you are so happy because you know <laughs> you're going to put this house up and you're going to be sitting on offers. Now, I will say we're filming this podcast right now going into Thanksgiving into December. Right. I've ha- had a couple rumblings of people saying, hey, did it slow down a little for you? Has it been a little a little slower? And I've seen that with some agents, but I think it's just the, the normal time of year of, hey, give it the week so that they can eat their turkey. And then by next week, it'll be crazy again. Sure. Let them shop on Friday. I don't think we're going to see the winter slowdown. I don't think so either. That we used to because the inventory is so low. If it used to be, if you were a buyer, you would wait maybe to the winter because there would be less buyers out there, and then that would let you maybe get a better deal. And if you were a mm-hmm. seller, you maybe wanted to wait to spring so that we would say like, you, well, you may hold, you know, if yeah. You could, oh, it's yeah. January. Why don't you just wait a month and we'll list you into the start of March or whatever, and maybe we'll get you know better reception. That is not the case. I think we're going to run fully through winter and i think if you want to list your house list it because i, would agree I mean we're that. still flipping fully we put up smoke tree sold it for over ask we listed smoke tree we sold it for over ask we've got the one in lakeside we're flipping now that one's probably going to go to market in january if i had to guess and i'm nice. to- totally cool with that winter open house love i love it. it i'll have a snowball fight in the front yard yeah so inventory that has been a 10-month change it was low now it's lower yep and i don't see that changing into 2021 so and people- i've got like some clients that i feel bad for them because i don't feel bad for them because you didn't listen to me in the first place but there's certain people not yet clients, but they're just people that who have. He feels bad, but spiteful. They, they're not <laughs> clients. They're just people who have come into my circle of sphere, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're just gonna hold off until it cools down a little bit." And I'm like, and "You're like, uh, I, yeah." I was like, "I don't uh, like enjoy your apartment. I don't foresee that happening." Can we just do um, a sidestep on that? Sidestepping it. I know it gets off subject, but for everybody that wants to wait, rates are lower than they've ever been in the history of mankind. You're waiting for the only thing you're waiting for them to rise. And, and here's the thing: could values plummet at some point? Could they go back down? Sure. Everything runs in cycles. When you think about economies in general, yeah. you always have like a seven to eight year cycle. It can't stay good forever. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with some pullback. But here's the thing. 
if you're looking at a three hundred thousand dollar house and you say, "Well, I'm going to wait for the values to go down because I don't want it to be worth two sixty five and lose thirty five grand," hear me out. If you loaned thirty five thousand dollars out right now, that thirty five thousand dollars is going to cost you about hundred eighty, hundred ninety bucks a month. But if rates go from two point six five back up to five or six percent. It's going to cost you five, six, seven hundred dollars a month. So, in order to save maybe a little bit of equity, you're going to blow your mortgage up and your payment up. And now you're not looking for two hundred sixty-five, three hundred thousand dollar houses. Now you're looking at two hundred thousand dollar houses. Yeah. You're going to cut your equity down. So, if you're looking to move, I've been telling people take advantage. Yeah, you know, there's some people who are just like really insistent because they're just like, well, I just know it's some time passing. I just think it's like you're not the only person thinking that. So I was like, there's also now going to be a bottleneck of people who just think that they can wait. And I'm like, so you're going to be competing against those people. Yeah. And I was like, in addition to the people who are just coming on the market, I said, so there's no time like the present. That's right. I like it. Ten months ago, were you at every closing that you could get in? Oh yeah. Every time, right? We were always there. We had our gifts and our keys, and it was the happy congratulations. I loved moment. closing because it's just like you didn't really have to do that much work because you've you got mean a you good, did no work. Yeah, you, you they, sit they, there. He was talking, and he was and he was like congratulating, especially your like closer. He was like, and your agent did a great job there, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah. And then I got like a gift, That's and me. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm ready to give a gift. Kissing I'm like, babies. Yeah, I'm like, I feel so yeah. powerful. I'm like, hey, I'm here for the happiest moment. Now it's like, what is it like now? So with this second oh. wave coming in, Mike just got to cut in. I'm right. just cutting well, before we answer. Producer break. I know. We'll cut. He can he can edit himself out I'm later. Read some ad copy for hey, Mike. Hey Mike, can you edit yourself out later? Yeah. <laughs> Canada yeah. Dry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I'm kidding with you. No, Mikey, the baby. second wave coming in. New, uh, you know, new guidelines being a little stricter. Mm -hmm. I mean, California is like still on total lockdown. You can't do anything there. I mean, do you think that's kind as of, they should be? Do you think it's down the pipeline no, that could be that way? No, we're essential business. So essential business is going to stay in some capacity. And again, what we realized 10 months ago is that that two-month shutdown was really two months for them to figure out this is how you can put in permits without anybody being down in the city or in the county. This is how your inspections take place. This is how we close. This is how we do things remote, right? That, that two months to me was a great education for like all of us. And so now it's like it'll never go back to – because we learned – what to do now it's like yeah. now it's like i don't have to discover zoom yeah it's like oh yeah you we can't meet here here's the link i i crowned myself zoom zoom king of 2020 yeah and 2021 i said it in Melothian, virginia that's right um <laughs> zoom is always like a funny thing to me and i don't know why this and this is remember jared just said sidestep and this is definitely a sidestep but uh no one that i know no one that i'm friends with picks their nose in public or probably at home right for the most part. Do people just literally forget they're on camera? But sometimes <laughs> it's funny to like, and it's like, I see them, I'm like, do they know I can see them? And now it's made me super conscious. And it's like, it's, I'm now super subconscious about something that I wouldn't have done anyways. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, don't want to pick my nose. I'm like, I wasn't going to do that anyways. But it's like, now it's like with Zoom, it's like, it's always on. It's like, oh my goodness. But that's a, that's a telltale sign that they also don't have their Zoom up on the screen. They definitely have like a browser. They're, they're not funny. looking at the meeting. And that's when they start picking their nose like or talking. doing something stupid. I can talk and people are like, mm. and then they're like, wait, is my camera on? And that's when they hit the Zoom and then 
I'm you're like, you're on Facebook right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Lies. we can tell. There's 1,200 people watching I'm trying this. To, I'm trying to tell you how to handle business and stuff. But we were in a great Zoom uh, for uh, EXP like a couple uh, weeks yeah. ago. And I I love when you have thousands of people. And he was like, all right, we're going to do something fun now. We're going to unmute everyone. Oh, God. And like the bandwidth. That was like, <laughs> I, was like, I literally heard the internet cry. It was just like, stop, help me. And I was like, that is incredible. And what's funny is, you know, EXP, obviously, you got all ranges of agents, you know, so you got 3,000 agents in on that one meeting, and there's still, obviously, the people that don't get the tech, and they're like, can anybody, get, can y'all hear me, right? Can y'all hear me? And you're like, we're in an auditorium of 3,000 people online. It's literally We've like... we got one of the sharks from Shark Tank. Yeah, Robert Herchevik <laughs> is there, and it's like, it's like Bernadette comes up on the thing and is like, hey, uh, can I take Hello? his mic? Hey, can you... Hey, can Robert, you hold me? on. Can you... Are you am I good? Can you, Robbie, I love you. I love your show. Yeah, it's yeah. like, come on. Mute. Then I'm like, why are they not muted? And they're like, like, right. they're like, hey, we're gonna get everyone to mute themselves. I'm like, no. You're like, there should be right, a moderator right, who's hitting the, the button. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I, I've got a question. Like, are you really about to ask the shark a question that's probably only pertinent to you right now? And I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, but uh, that was amazing. So, so, Great Zoom. so closings. We obviously closings stopped going now, to closings. I'm looking through the window like a uh, cat burglar. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, you guys good? And then I'm like leaving, you know, the gift at underscore places. I'm I, leaving him the house. We were actually stuff. closing at the house, or we were closing at our office too. That was like the best thing to happen to me pre-COVID was not having to actually go to a closing office. They would just come to us, oh, and yeah. that got shut down too. So that's been like my biggest issue yeah i don't i don't mind not going to closing it saves us you know 150 hours a, a year right now so that's cool um but it's like it's nice to put a bow on top of a gift it's kind of like yeah. that last like hey yeah so now it's like free. final walkthrough and you're like all right bye Hope yeah it, goes no, it's like, it feels like unfinished i'm like here so like i go to the walk and it's like let I'm me like, know when you bought a house yeah yeah exactly i'm like yeah. so is it good i'm like i'm gonna leave this gift here we're good and like text me when and like i never get the text Yep. I'm like, hey, text me when you when you close. They're like, yeah, sure. Then like eight hours go by. I'm like, forgot about you already. They're, because they're super excited they're, that they're, they just bought a house. They're thrashed on all the like uh, <laughs> beer and champagne that you bought them, them in their closing yeah. gift. They just yeah. chugged all the champagne. Champagne. Yeah. So. Yes, he does. All right. So what's the next thing? So we've talked we talk about closings. We talked about loans. We talked about uh, Galen being the Zoom king of 2020 and 2021. Um, I think one of the last factors is what you talked about earlier, and that is slowdowns and bottlenecks. Yep. So for sure. 10 months ago, pre-COVID, I'm just going to answer this myself. I would say we're closing smooth, and I would say that very much depends on who's closing you, because at the end of the day, they were terrible lenders before COVID. They were terrible lawyers. They were terrible title companies, and God, were they terrible realtors. So it was almost like a gamble. Every single every single deal's a roulette spin, and you're like, hoping, hoping this goes smooth. But now, everything has been magnified. Unfortunately, I think 10 months into COVID, and because of the demand... And because of the inventory shortage and how much is happening, I think people are so inundated. I'm seeing good agents slash lenders slash title companies slash lawyers become not so good. Okay. All right. That's my take. I like the gauntlet that you just dropped. I mean, I hate to say it. And I, and everybody's guilty. Like, I, I'm probably slower to get back to people on certain things because I have to prioritize everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it, it is tough. I, I, I know exactly. There's, there's a lender. Um, I just looked the other day, so I asked him a question, 
And he said, let me check. Let me get right back to you. And that was last Tuesday. And then nothing. I have not heard anything back from. Thankfully, it wasn't like something like super pressing or I would have gone nuclear. But I was like, man, this is I haven't heard back from. Him. It was like, one of ours. This is awkward. Um, so, you know, but, you know, we all get, we all get stressed. I will out. make a live call on this podcast right now. Who are we putting on speed? Who are we like, putting on blast? We have not responded yet. And so it's like, I get it. I get it. But, you know, it, it, we do have to kind of. That can't go on forever. No. You know, everyone's got to get better. You yeah. Know, we've got to focus on how to overcome bottlenecks usually get circumvented. So this is for you lenders, lawyers, title companies, realtors. Candlestick makers. Prepare to lose business at some point when things slow down due to your negligence. I mean, at the end of the day, like I hate to say it, but everybody right now is just kind of like, I don't care. Business is awesome, right? I mean, everybody. This goes for the contractors too. I mean, I got contractors that don't do repair work anymore because they're like, we're too busy with our full big jobs. We can't fit in this. But there are people that, you know, no offense, I've given them 40, 50, 60 jobs over the last 12 months. So, you know, sometimes you're like, listen, I'm not like a one-off. You know, we have literally funneled you dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of jobs you can't just say like i'm too busy to to help at this point like you have to figure something out so that's <laughs> fix the thing you did yeah so that's where i say like we have to learn to adapt if we don't learn to adapt in the busyness it's gonna be a big issue because same thing for lenders if we send pressure burst pipes man yeah if we give somebody a, a lender lead to say hey you got to get this person pre-approved they're ready to buy a house and you don't call them or you call them once and forget about them then guess what Galen's not going to want to refer you the next time because he realized that you didn't get the last person pre-approved. <laughs> and when your closing gets delayed because they're like, sorry, we have too much on the table. Hey, at some point we're probably going to pull closings. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I hate, I mean, I know it's kind of a morbid podcast Dude. subject, right? Yeah. But, but like that is the fact of, of 10 months into COVID is the fact that everyone's so busy. People are almost like, we'll get to it when we get to it. And so if you're a consumer, make sure you're literally dealing with the best and that they're on it because otherwise you could be getting delayed just because someone's like, we'll do it when we do it. Yeah, I've been seeing, like I saw a couple of listings the other day and it says they wanted a pre-approval from a local lender uh, because they're the All thought the big is, ones are nightmares right yeah, now. They, they, they're like, well, if I use like a something something loans that I've got burned with twice this year it's like you you're just calling a oh, number let's call no, them out bro you're you can calling call, you just throw them out you're calling a number where no one answers you're saying an email and it's like so and so is not in the office please forward to my team backups yeah. and like no one responds and you're just like wow this is a <laughs> yeah. nightmare thankfully like i can tell my client I'm like hey you didn't listen to me and we went with these people if you would listen to me we would have been my local guy oh, i'm gonna be real just showed up at his house i if will, there was that big of an issue i will never apologize if it when it goes that route i am the king of pettiness when <laughs> i've told when, when if i've told you like four people to use for this deal to run smooth and you choose four different people and it goes off the rails dot cause, com it because you're the first person i'm the first person they call because then they're like what can you do to fix it i'm like nothing i can't i can wait you literally didn't you. listen to any right when you asked earlier my Mike, about the advice aren't you the advisor yes sometimes and then other times they're like yeah but my aunt stacy really said you know this person was she cool. had a great experience two years ago with them <laughs> yeah i'm like i bet you she did was it there covid right now i'm like yeah so i i have no problem being Wiccan like loans i can't do anything it yeah. rhymes with <laughs> sounds <laughs> like i actually have not had too many issues with quicken this year i Loan got roasted Depot, terrible this uh, year what's the veterans one wasn't there like i know your wife wants to just she was going awol on one of the veteran like veterans oh, you know, united yeah, or something it was like, like that one of those where she was just like she came in my office they just the didn't order day. the appraisal we got, we were a day like, from closing, 
and they never ordered the appraisal. How does an underwriter not catch that there's no appraisal a day from closing? And it's funny because like she'll show you like the sent emails from like two weeks out, three weeks out, where she's like, "Hey, you got the appraisal? Anything on the appraisal?" And yeah. like no response, and they're just like, "Oh no, I don't know how we missed this." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. We like harassed. You <laughs> we don't about know it. either. Like, we yeah. literally asked you several times, but yeah. But I, I agree. You know." Things have to balance out, whether it's, you know, you get an assistant, you know, there's people looking for work, hire assistant for part time and just have them like cycle through your stuff. You you might have to do that or you're going to be, you know, you too will be looking for work. So. Yeah. If you if you can't scale, don't take the business. I think that's the problem. People are thinking, oh, I can do double what I did last year with the same amount of staff and the same amount of turnaround. And it just doesn't work anymore. The appraisers, same thing. Appraisers are getting, what, 15-plus days to turn around appraisals. And then the lenders don't order appraisal until you're 10 days out from closing. And the appraiser's like, I'm not going to speed up. Like, you know yeah. our timetable. You know, you just didn't listen to the contract. I got a deal right now where, like, the uh, the other agents, like, every four days or every three days, he's like, has it been ordered? Has it this? And I'm just like... Man, this is really annoying. But you know, I get it. So <laughs> I've been like, hey, I've just I respond to him. Yep, it's been ordered. Um, the report's not back yet. It's like at least when he asked for reports, but I knew that they actually done the appraisal because yeah. they have to like contact him. But um, there's a lot of things with COVID. That's uh, there's a lot of funny things with COVID that uh, I have been amused by. Yeah. Um, I was reading something the other day. I wrote it down. It says we are offering a clean and safe environment for you. Who? Who it was like that? a company. They were just like talking about like their COVID protocols. And okay. I thought, I'm like, what were they offering before this? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, if now they're offering a clean and safe, a dirty, like, and, like, dangerous. A dirty <laughs> and dangerous environment for you. And I was like, shouldn't they have always been offering me clean this? And, <laughs> at the very, those are like minimum things like clean, <laughs> clean and, and safe. safe. It's not like you've done so much it's like clean and safe. That's, That's good. the lowest bar. That's right. That I've said for you. It's like, it's clean and it's safe. That's right. I'm like, is it a good place? No, I didn't say that. I said yeah. it was safe. Yeah. Like, you won't get scabies. So you, you may not you get You won't get COVID. legionnaires if you go <laughs> right. inside now. But I was like, all right. But So now I tell people, like, hey, I'm offering you a clean and safe showing. That's right. And I'm like, I'm like, whatever that means to you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Black Friday's coming up. Two days. You got any big plans? Well, considering PS5s are impossible to get. I'm so sorry, I'm going to say no. I'm so sorry. If I could find a PS5 for you, I would buy it for you. My wife just, would do. Just because I want you to have it. Spent, it means way more that, to you. And I know your wife's like, she's like checking all the websites. She's got like timers. She like reactivated like, Twitter so she could follow all the PS5 release tweets that come yeah. out. I mean, she's on it. I just That's a wife. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's on it way better than I am. Well, that's because you are a hard person to buy a gift for. Why? Because, because you get anything you want. <laughs> like, I don't want to like say it like that, Mike. But I was just like, no, because I'm, I'm guilty. You can tell, you can tell the Nate the watch <laughs> story. <laughs> that is, is <laughs> Nate is a guy I've known for ten years. He's a new, he's an agent. Or he's not a news agent, but he he came onto our team. Very happy. The guy's a shark. He's, he's a awesome. monster. Nate, killing it. I hope you listen to this. You're incredible. He is awesome. Love that guy. Great personality. So one day, out of the nicely, he's like, "Hey, Galen, you know what?" I want to get, uh, I want to get, get Jared a nice gift. I really just appreciate everything he's done for me. And I'm like, all right, sure. What do you, what do you, he's like, you've known him for a couple of years. I'm like, most of his adult life. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, I was thinking about getting him a watch. <laughs> and I like immediately started like laughing. I was like, you're going to get him a watch? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, listen, for what it's worth, I was like, Jared's got like a series of Rolexes. 
I don't know if buying him a watch is the best. <laughs> you like should have told him. You should have told him he's like he likes a good Casio. <laughs> and I was like trying to say it in like the nicest way. And I'm, but I, thankfully I've got a relationship with Nate where I'm like, listen, that's not the. I mean, it's like me coming like, you know what, Mike. I'm gonna get Jared a nice Hyundai, something <laughs> real good. I'm like, you know, like a car guy. He's gonna be like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, just, uh, just letting you know, I'm thinking of you, buddy. It's I, like I took Nate to dinner and I laughed so hard at that story. I was like, I appreciate. I never even told you too. Nate told you. Yeah, yes, and then I told you, but Nate's the one that brought it up to me, and I just said, man, I appreciate you even thinking about getting me a gift, but the fact that you just roasted the watch, I mean, I was like, it's true, like, even, I don't care what it had, like, he was like, you know, something with, like, maybe your mom, like, custom, you know, like, maybe the Davis group, and I was like, dude, the thought is awesome. The wonderful thought. But you nailed it. You were just like, like send not- him the schematics of what it would look like, but <laughs> yeah. don't buy the thing for him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I, uh, what about you, Mike? What, what Black Friday thing are you getting? Um, I probably a baby I, monitor no, or something baby I'm like, like Jared, diapers. I, whenever I like comes around, I'll get what I want. He buys it. Some diapers. Uh, you got like 180 wise, drones. No, like I usually around this year, I usually treat myself with a guitar, slash guitar. Yeah, I got some you. kind of guitar or something like that. So, but I don't know. I mean, the mm. stores are not opening up, so you can't really go anywhere that day. Cyber Monday. Yeah, I just want so, a PS5, and I, I don't need it. I think like whenever I could get it next year, like. On sure. the shelf, I'll just go buy it when I can. Sure. I don't need it, but my wife is determined. She's like, "You're getting it before the end of the I year." Love, I love, like, right. uh, I love looking at like the uh, Black Friday. I call them unrealistic ads because okay. it's like from car dealerships. They're like, coming for our Black Friday sale. I'm like, no one's going to a car dealership for a Black Friday Ugh. sale. I'm like, that seems. I was like, that's terrible on any year. I would and not I want like, to be a car salesman on Black Friday. Yeah, no. and I'm like, and what's yeah. the sale? Like, what could you have like was the first? Uh-huh. years free like what like what black friday dealer i'm like i feel like you guys are using this that's like me like i'm offering black friday showings yeah <laughs> come sh- see a house me and, and i'll try you it, a, see what happens that's right every house comes with a home year home warranty yeah i'm go. like that just seems like i don't know but yeah let's read some comments all right some comments oh, so, so we, we've got some comments we wanted to tack that on the end yeah what do we, we, we mike uh <laughs> let me pull them. i like closed them out because i like touched my phone 80 times I don't know um, how you use your phone during the podcast. I can't keep mine here. I would just have a mental breakdown. I've, my, heard, it, I've uh, heard it ring like five like times. He's got three devices over there. My, like text messages are coming in. That's why I can like see them. I'm like, but like I, I feel like pause. if I don't stimulate my brain, I would just be like. No, I'd have to pause if I had my but, phone. Uh, so here's, uh, we got some food fight comments. One thing I would like to say is that thank you so much for your response. You guys are very, very opinionated when it comes to food fight. Um Almost to the point you're like assaulting the restaurants. Like some people are like, this food's trash. But uh, here's one I loved. It says, as a former New Yorker, cold pizza rating should definitely be a factor. We eat this stuff for breakfast. Thank you, Laurel. Um, yeah. I am a former New Yorker. I don't eat pizza for breakfast. Because Do you eat it cold for breakfast? You know what? When I was in college, cold. as an adult with an air fryer, one, if you're not putting your like old pizza in an air fryer, you ain't living right. I don't have an air fryer. That's an upgrade. Oh, there you go. That is an upgrade. There you go, ooh, people. If you oh, want to get a gift. Jared's about to get like 19 air fryers. Jared doesn't have an air fryer. So that, that's a good one. I'm like, all right, cool. I love. I just love the account. As a former New that makes them the authority. Yeah. As a former New Yorker. Somebody else is like, I looked at the, just looking at the crust on video, I know that pizza's trash. And I was, I like, what? I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa. How? Here's a, here's okay. a good one. Um, he says, you can't start with a top rating for six out of six. 
Okay. Also, <laughs> you should use the standard X out of 10 and have a better explanation on what a score of 10 would require. Okay, good. Example. He was Flavorful and crispy crust. Balance between the sauce and cheese. Toppings mask the flavor of the main ingredient, in my opinion. That said... I'll be watching for your other reviews. So I, like, actually, I actually was very appreciative of that I comment. I was like, man, you really it went was, to... It was deep. It I was Mike, concise. Like, I was like, is this like a fake Mike, Mike account? <laughs> this <laughs> seems like... Now, that one was good because yeah, some like, people right. are just like angry, opinionated, or very happy, but there's no actual... I can tell the pizza is like, trash just from this quick look at the crust, <laughs> yeah. just being honest. Yeah, that's not that's not, that's not not constructive in any way, shape, or form. And but that, here's the thing. It's delicious. It's Given delicious. that it's the internet... He had responses from other people. And was like, well, you need glasses because this pie is excellent. Sergio's is excellent. And then one guy's like, your opinion, I can literally tell from looking at the video it with disappointment. And then guys like, someone else responds, if you haven't tasted it, you're making a shallow and uninformed conclusion. Sergio's is excellent. I was just like, do we need to like lock this? <laughs> Isn't like, it amazing how this one little idea that we had? Just pizza. And just, just pizza. pizza is now has gone into this whole other. I mean, we uh, like it was it was very funny. I, but I love people, though. I love like people taking the time out of their day. Jared's like, I hate people uh, <laughs> taking the time out of their day. Here's someone's message. And then like just saying, hey. Let me give you my unsolicited opinion on this topic. That doesn't ever bother me. I'm like, yeah, give me your unsolicited opinion all the time. I wish we could do that in the real world. Like see someone walking down the street like, hey, 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 hate to stop you there. But like <laughs> yeah. that outfit is terrible. That tie trash. Those shoes ridiculous. <laughs> but then I mean, you have someone else come up behind you and start making a comment. Me, sir. <laughs> have you seen your shoes? <laughs> That's right. And then it's like immediately it'll go like political. That's right. <laughs> like, Are you wearing brown and black together? <laughs> I, I, the the hey, fights don't, have been don't good. joke about that. I, don't don't wear black and brown together. That's what I said. Don't don't do that. Uh-huh. Even though I did like years ago, someone like in my office were like, "You can wear black with anything," and I was just like, <sighs> and then sadly they sent me like a link to like some like you know Spiegel magazine where a guy was wearing it. And I was like, this is not good evidence. But no. don't do that. Don't. I always my belt matches my shoes. That's it. Color. That's all you need to do for men. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even like blue and black together. I don't. I hate blue and black. You together. can do it. I think that's terrible. But don't do that. Put some brown shoes on. Get get your big boy pants on and go buy some. I feel brown like I look shoes. silly if I've got like blue jeans with like black shoes on. Like, like when you're mm. zero to like. You mean th- what I wear it most of the day because they're comfortable. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't cry again, Mike. (laughs) What it would anywhere. At the end of the day, I mean, until you're like 14 or 15, like you just get like a cheap pair of black dress shoes if you needed dress shoes for your parents. And then after that, like hopefully you've learned, oh wait, I I really never need black dress shoes. I should almost, I mean, do you ever wear black dress shoes hardly? I have a pair. The only time, and I rarely. With a black suit. Yeah, I was like with a black (laughs) suit. I don't even wear them with gray. It's I like don't if I wear a gray uh, can, suit, I'm going to wear like still brown or wine, like Walnut, something like that. Yeah. Burgundy, bourbon. I mean, we could talk about clothes forever. No, could I, mean, I? I love that. Oh, could I? I remember like <laughs> the first time I noticed 
where I was like, you know what? You shouldn't. I saw like someone that it was like an older guy and he had like a blue suit on and he had black shoes on. I was just like, <laughs> that doesn't look right. Then I was like, that's, is that how I've been looking? But I was like 16 and I was like, never again. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And I still have like all the suits that my mom bought me when she'd go to like the outlets where you'd like go, I don't know if they'd like camp out or what it was, but they'd always get the deal, right? In Williamsburg? Yes. Oh yeah, I know. Exactly. So, S&K outlet. So they they S&K outlet and my mom would always buy me suits when I was, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. You still have the 11 or 12 year old suits. Yes, because here's the thing. My mom obviously thought I was going to be an NFL linebacker <laughs> when I grew up because she would always You'll buy me grow into it. Yes, she would always buy me hear, suits to grow into. I can hear Mama Davis and they that don't right now. fit me today. They're yeah. still too big. I was like, how did this not this did not fit me at 11 or 12? Because it doesn't fit me now. And it's I can still see bigger. Billy like well, I don't care. I don't know. Like, well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Dad's like, get me one too. I don't care. <laughs> Give me a cheeseburger and one of those suits. <laughs> That's hilarious. All righty. Well, thank you, Cheryl and David or Billy, for creating this. Thank uh, you for raising me, cutie. That's right. All right. I think that's it. What are we doing next time? I was just thinking. I was like, did we say anything that's going to make our wives uncomfortable? Like, uh, I've praised my wife on this one. The belly rub. Cat's like, could you never talk about (laughs) belly rubs? I'm like, Jared never. I never gave Jared a belly rub. It's like a joke. It's like you never asked. It's like. We're not belly rubbing each other, so... Not yet. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Uh, What are we talking about next? Next, I think we're going to have a guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, If we can line that up. um, We've got to kind of work around her work schedule because... She has a job. Oh, that's right. I forgot. So we got to okay. figure out how Perfect. to how to make that work. That sounds good. Food fights. Give us more options of foods you want us to see. Mike's saying burgers. I like burgers. I also like someone chicken wings. wings. Yeah, I was like, someone today was like, you guys need to do wings. The problem is the best three are wooden iron, wooden iron, and flying pig, and they're all owned by the same company. So <laughs> It's probably still wooden iron. It's like <laughs> flying pig sometimes can be like... I'm like, you guys know you're owned by the same company, right? It's not right? as consistent. Yeah, anymore. I was like, you know, you, you guys are the same, so you should have the similar product. It is very close to the house, though. I like the weight stuff of wood and iron, uh, just because they're friends by ours. So. Yeah, that's it's true. Nice. All right, well, if you have any housing questions, or if you're a realtor, you want to get into the business, you have brokerage questions, you want to be a part of a team, you want to learn how to market, whatever. See the world. Whatever you want. You can reach us at... Uh, the Davis Group on Facebook, or you can do underscore underscore the Davis Group on Instagram, or you can call me at 804-536-6100. And Galen? I feel like I've finally got to the point where I can be like Mark Horton and just say like, just Google Galen Parker and yeah. all my stuff will come <laughs> up now. Uh, but if you want to give me a call, the number is 804-274-9016. Galen at Central VA. Hey, Basemaster over here. <laughs> I think you got the last number out. Got in there. We'll see you next time. This has been RVA Real Estate. Your mic cut out. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it was like RVA. You got uh, who, Who's singing the bass? This who's has been singing? RVA Real Estate Talk. Bass. Bass, bass. Yeah, I like you, a girl who? with big bass. That's Owen. That's Owen, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's inappropriate. Yeah.